Yeah, so I really enjoyed your film. I thought it was really just uh, like really interesting, and it was great uh, at the Q and A afterwards. You know, so um, it'll just be good to kind of get a little bit of a a general sense of what the film's about, and um, you know, I just have a couple of questions for you. Um, um, great. Yeah, so I suppose uh, to start off, if you could just uh, introduce a little bit about your film, uh, what's it called, and what's it about? So the film is. Um called The Welfare of Tommaso Hallisey. main subject of the film is uh, uh, by Tomas, um, who's basically... The idea is of, of the film is that he's caught between these two perspectives of the community, the sort of society that he's from in Kerry, and the perspective of two American anthropologists who come to study the village in particular to study um, what they perceive as, as a epidemic of mental illness that's occurring at the time. I understand that the film is somewhat of um, a hybrid of archive documentary footage and um, original footage that you've created yourself. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the starting point for me uh, for the film was... Um, film that was made in 1968 called The Village, which is about Dun Quinn on the Dingle Peninsula, made by Paul Hawkins and Mark McCarthy. And it's basically a um, kind of portrayal of day-to-day life, so kind of kind of work practices. It does take into account the sort of arrival of the, the very early stages of uh, kind of tourist industry. There's, so there's... Um, English tourists who were, who were visiting the area at the time. So when I saw that initially, I was talking to a friend who works at UCD and he suggested that I read a book by another American anthropologist, Nancy Shepard Hughes, called Saint Schol- Scholars and Schizophrenics, which is uh, to, it took place on the Dingle Peninsula a few years after that. Um, and it, it was more... An attempt really to kind of get under the skin of the place to to understand um, the why there was such a there was such a high incidence of, of people being hospitalised for various mental illness um, schizophrenia in particular. So and then I, I did kind of expand it. So there are other studies. I think the, the those are the two kind of uh, the two main reference points, the village and Nancy Shepard Hughes book Saint Scholars and Schizophrenics and so in in the the final film there are there, there are I've used some some of the footage from the village um, so we got a, a print from the, the Irish Film Archive and uh, kind of restored some of it did, or the sections that we used, we really scanned the whole thing, but, but like paid particular attention to the to the stuff that, that made it into the film, and then the whole aesthetic of the film, even the stuff that 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 I shot myself, was kind of based on on that. Tried to we tried to match the um, the cinematographer, Rina Yang, kind of went to great lengths to sort of match the um, the workflow of how the village was shot so and to kind of replicate the grain structure and and the way the the sort of 
situation so like the cameras on on the shoulder quite a lot for example this and very similar kind of simple setups so that so that kind of um the referencing extends to that as well absolutely and i think you'd definitely um really achieved a lot of those uh, the similar grain structures and shooting styles at times i was sitting there going is that from the original film or is that new stuff you know so i think you really uh uh succeeded there like i mean so i think someone coming into it with fresh eyes wouldn't uh or without knowing you know that it is a mixture of the two different you know f- things that were shot what is it 40 something years apart like so that's a that's a, yeah it's a hell of an achievement there i mean it it was it, it was because it all sort of came together at the end but there were certain points where i, I was wondering about that about you know if that um but seeing it all like at the end i think it is uh it was kind of worthwhile like going to to the ends that we did with the the archival material in particular because it does it as soon as you see it it just sort of reveals there's a whole lot more depth for example to the image and you know so it did it, it just it was a very pleasing moment like seeing the seeing them kind of uh come to life again i suppose so could you take me through just a little bit of the process from when Emma contacted you about uh, making this film and uh, to when the idea kind of came together for you? I mean, I, I basically, it was a little bit stop-start in terms of the, the commission itself because I, I did a show with him in 2014 and when we were planning, like there was a like over a year kind of preamble to that show plan was that I was going to make something new for the show as well as showing films that I'd already made so there was four films in the end but one of them was going to be new but just for a variety of reasons um, and it was mainly to do with like my other commitments at the time I kind of realised like you know as soon as we got into well first of all that there was a, a lot of work to do to um to use the space in Emma uh, to kind of, you know, to kind of design it in, in a way that would be, like, it'd just be sort of sympathetic and generous to people who are who are coming and give them, give them the best opportunity to, if they want to kind of sit and watch all the films from beginning to end. And then, it did, so, and then in terms of the other commitments I had at the time, I kind of realised that I wasn't really going to be able to manage it all um, so Sarah Glenny, uh, the director of MOC, very kindly held over the opportunity. So the, the show happened, and then basically there was another, there was another uh, kind of strand of commissioning that she, which was to do with the, the uh, year commemoration for 2016 2016. So basically, it, she offered to, to um, you know, to extend the prospect. situations i mean usually when you're when you've shown somewhere that's it you know or you might show like years after so it's quite an quite an unusual position to be in to be asked back again so soon so that basically got got the ball rolling again on the film i mean at that stage i mean it's funny the way these things work out because at that stage i'd seen the village i'd kind of read a certain amount but it almost kind of got mothballed in a way but you know 
in another way it's still kind of there in your head and you know you're still thinking about it and making connections so I think had I made it like the first time around it would be it would have been a very different thing but it had it had a much longer germination and so for example I got to spend a lot longer down in Kerry you know out, out at Dunquin or Dingle around the Dingle Peninsula which was sort of invaluable you know just um because it's as much about, like, as much as the research was just kind of talking to people, kind of getting the, like, the way people talk and sort of ex- turns of phrase that they have. And so that that kind of became part of the, the process. And I think the, um, it, it allowed me to read kind of wider around that, you know. So there was a, there was a lot more research that I managed to do, which didn't necessarily make it in, but um, it was kind of, it was really good to have a sense of that context as well. And then in terms of like the planning, like the crew that we we got together for it and thinking about different actors, for example. So, um, So I think in the end, it was a kind of a virtue, the fact that, you know, it didn't happen when it was supposed to happen originally, that there was that kind of lag, um, and it got picked up again. I understand that there is a strong theme of uh, mental health running through this film. Was that something that you originally set out to explore in the film, or and as well as that, um, how do you decide what topic or theme you're going to explore in your uh, next films? Uh, the first thing to say is that it, there's no doubt that that it was a kind of fact of life, you know, at that time. And then the I think the kind of context for me really was the, the sort of anthropological studies that either kind of stated the issues or in some cases then tried to kind of delve into that and understand, like to kind of diagnose it in a way, like what, what was it about uh, what was happening in these in these communities or in these societies that that brought this about. And I think, I mean, I think in terms of, I think one of the things that really interested me about about that was because of the kind of difficulties with, um, I think it was something that was, was uh, there was a lot of a sense of taboo about any, any issues to do with mental health. So, with the so say for example with Nancy Shepherd Hughes when when she kind of got down to like trying to talk to people about us you know they were they're quite reticent and quite conservative in how they'll kind of kind of try articulate it themselves so she she devised a number of strategies to try and kind of get around that and one of the things that I found very interesting about her approach was that she became very interested in local folklore and mythology as a way of almost understanding the subconscious of particular society, of that kind of society. So you could kind of understand the limits of, you know, what's what's acceptable and what's not. So I found that I found that approach very interesting, and I think like even beyond that, I think one of the things that I, I found. It, it, I don't think my film really resolves it in any particular way, but I just found um, quite an interesting energy was the the um, that kind of tension between what 
the anthropologists wanted to do and what people were willing to give them in terms of information or whatever to kind of form the representations that they did. And, you know, in, in, in some ways, in, in a lot of ways, there were the kind of, there was quite a lot of antagonism, quite a lot of um, misconstrual of like what they were doing there. And I found that quite, quite interesting. And, you know, like I said, it is, I think it is kind of unresolved. Um, sorry, there was another part of your question which I've forgotten about. Yeah. So, uh, so how do you sort of how do you decide on what themes or topics you want to explore for your films? Is it, is it something that you start off with, or is it something you more discover along the way? I think it does. I, I have an idea to start off with, but I think it it is a kind of process of me finding out along the way as well. Um, so, for example, with with this. It did change a lot from what, what I thought it would be uh, to begin with. Um, and then, you know, when you kind of arrive, like at, the, at each kind of turn, um, it does sort of change because, you know, um, you know, I'm not, I, I don't start out from a position of, or, or maybe end up, you know, being in a partic- particular position of expert, expertise in any way. Um, so it is kind of um, it's as much part of the process as me finding out about these things and I mean I think with this film it, it's also true for for pretty much every film that I've made that I don't really I'm not trying to be particularly kind of comprehensive or conclusive about whatever the subject matter might be I think it's quite important to kind of leave it open what, when when do those kind of points happen for you in the process? Because obviously you have your huge amount of research uh, process when you're watching all of this like archive footage and the documentary. You're writing, you're shooting, you're editing. Like, were there any kind of specific standout moments where it kind of hit you? Like, oh, this is the film I'm making. This is what it's all about. Or, like you say, you kind of leave it kind of open. I mean, I think obviously the first one was. Like watching the village, I think the the thing that that I was really taken about with about the village was, um, or the thing that stuck with me after seeing it the first time was the local the guy who, who ran the local bar, um, Kruger, and it was just it was a really unexpected thing to see in a film like that that you know you had somebody who was. He kind of, I think he sort of encapsulated the the that kind of antagonism because he was very suspicious about Paul Hawkins and Mark Mark McCarthy with what they were doing there. And I've read about it since, you know, the kind of like their take on it. And according to them, they sort of explained what they were doing there, but he still didn't believe them. And he tried to get the local priest involved in having the whole thing shut down, but that backfired as well. But it's just, it's real kind of comedy, actually. Like, when you see him, he, the way he pops up in the film. And I think that's kind of what stuck with me. You know, I think if it hadn't have been for him, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have talked about it to other people and then, you know, had the the suggestions. And then I think the other big, big thing was, it was that combined with, the suggestion to read Nancy Shepherd Hughes' book, and I think once I got the two two of those things together, I realised 
you know, I kind of, that was the point that I kind of knew that there's really something here. I wasn't, I still wasn't quite clear what, but I knew that there was, there was definitely a lot of material here that, you know, I could really kind of get into this. So I those are probably the two kind of really key moments. Um, so obviously, you know, this film, it's, uh, it's not your conventional, um, narrative structure uh, or your conventional commercial type of film you might call it an experimental film or uh, an, an art film I suppose but um, I suppose my question is why tell the story in this way as opposed to a straight dramatic uh, film or a straight documentary um, it's a good question I mean I wasn't particularly wasn't particularly pitching it and you know like this is how I want to approach it just kind of evolved that way I would say uh, I mean also I, th- I think probably in relation to some other films I've made it's probably you know in terms of as a piece of storytelling it's much more conventional it feels to me anyway in, t- in, in relation to, to to other films that I've made but I, it just I mean that's a little bit like it's a difficult one for me to answer because, you know, I think there's, um, like, for example, other films I've made, they, they say that use a lot of archival material. I mean, even though they, obviously they are, they are in kind of reference to particular social or political situations, for example, but I think the archives are kind of in and of themselves sort of in, incomplete and, at a certain point, it does have to become like a response to material, and actually, the whole kind of editing process, the sort of rhythm that kicks in, then sort of has its has its say as well. But sorry, I'm not answering your question very well. But um, that's, that's kind of approximately. That's okay. Yeah, like I mean, I suppose I'm thinking of it more from an element of, uh, uh, and I think you have actually answered it quite well because I have seen. Uh, I've seen two of your other films before. I've seen uh, was it Bernadette and um, the film about the DeLorean factory. And I, I, like I, I love this film and I love those other two films as well. So I understand what you're saying about the the more kind of straight narrative on the other ones. Uh, but I suppose what I'm kind of getting at is uh, like trying to get an insight into your process of expressing yourself through this way. So while some so one filmmaker might you know, uh, hear the story about uh, Tomas and this village and say, I'm going to tell it by just making a straight short film. Or someone might say, I'm going to make a documentary about it. But uh, Duncan Campbell says, I'm going to make it with, um, you know, archive footage and my own twist on it. And I'm going to leave it kind of open. So uh, I suppose that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think probably, like, at the end of the day, I'm probably interested in different kind of perspectives on on one thing you know um and that's maybe what kind of maybe removes it from being one person's point of view on which might be a more kind of traditional narrative approach to doing it but uh because you know i think there are like so for example like with this film i mean it is you know the main character and it doesn't say anything in the film and it's kind of it is about him, but it's about like the all the kind of influences that are because he's still a very formative 
stage, but it's all the kind of influences that are kind of brought to bear on him in one way or another. So, but yeah, I think it probably is a question of like trying to, like trying to have something that has a number of different perspectives. And, you know, I'm also like, I'm not particularly interested in sort of mediating or like coming down on the side of one, this is the one that's, this is the right perspective or wrong because, so for example, if you look at like the anthropologist perspective in this, there is the very problematic and, you know, if you're dealing with people who feel that they've been misrepresented, it, it's a it's a very kind of thorny uh, situation. But at the same time, I do think like so with Nancy Shepherd Hughes, I think there's some. I think it's a very valuable study that she's produced, nevertheless. Um, you know, and I think like it's it's kind of paradoxical in a way. So one of the things that struck me at the screening was, you know, there was a Q and A afterwards, and there was a lot of people asking questions, and a lot of people were having pretty like uh, profound and interesting reactions to your film, and you know the way. I suppose since it is kind of open at the end, everyone can take different things from it. Uh, what's it like seeing audiences react to your film in different ways? I learn a lot actually from, you know, I'm not like, I'm really not some kind of megalomaniac in terms of like my intention is the only thing going because uh, I think, you know, like I was saying before, um, you know, I, I Part of the process, part of the working process for me is to is about finding out things myself as I go along. By no means like um, an expert on these things, and I think what the, the kind of perspectives that other people bring to bear on, like not this film but any other film that I've made, it's like I've learned an incredible amount from that. So. I think, it, I mean, for me, it's really important. And um, uh, what's next for the film? It's shown, um, I mean, the, the original, there was the, the original three partners uh, were Emma um, Van Abba, this is a museum in Eindhoven in the Netherlands. And so they, they've both shown the work, uh, like as it's kind of installed at the, at Emma. So, you know, it's kind of like a, you can go in over a period of time and it's on all day. So there's one there's one more, there's a place in Vancouver called the Western Front. So it's been shown there in May. There's also been, there's a, a good deal of interest from film festivals. So it's been shown at Indie Lisboa, which is in May as well. And Kerry, uh, Kerry Film Festival. So it's kind of gone home in a way and London Film Festival so far. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it probably will show elsewhere, but that's, at least off the top of my head, that's, um, that's the programme so far. That's fantastic. I'd say it'll, it'll do great in all those places, but particularly in uh, Kerry, as you see, it's like it's uh, going home. Because uh, even, you know, because I remember at the screening the other night, there was people saying that they had grown up in the area, that they had family who grew up and they, they felt it was true to the the, the uh, place and the people and all that. Um, 
but yeah listen it was great talking to you and thanks Mill for taking the time to uh, talk to us at Film Ireland so yeah no problem no it was good to talk to you too yeah and best of luck with the film and uh, I look forward to seeing the next one thanks Connor thanks Mill